What it do? It's Gary Pooh. <laughs> no, that is not the intro we're going with. Let's try that again. Hello, everyone. My name is Gary Parker, and welcome to today's episode. I'm going back to one podcast a day, uh, one podcast epi episode a day, and kind of just letting myself throw my thoughts out there uh, to talk through it, examine. So we're going to go in through a season of long style podcasts. Whoo! All right. Perfect. I am currently copying a funnel. Okay. So I'm working on some advertising for my marketing, well, for my digital agency. And I'm doing the marketing myself. So I'm working on an advertising thing. So advertising funnel all right now i'm not talking click funnels or none of that stuff i'm just making a funnel so for those who are listening who do not what a who do not know what a funnel is i guess the easiest way that i could uh say it it's a multi-step process that leads you to buying a product okay or service so what that looks like in everyday life is you are at the mall <clears throat> and someone says you could get 10 percent discount um from your pro uh, off your purchase today if you give us your email and then they put you on an email sequence and then it gives you 20% 30% all in hopes for you to come back to the store and when you come back to the store and you make that purchase they make money from you so that is a email funnel I'm not working on an email funnel but I'm working on an inside sales funnel just for context on what I'm doing. So ultimately I'm leading people to buy something from myself. Funnels are really interesting, really nice because once you build it and it's a good performing funnel, you just focus on running traffic to the funnel and then you basically autopilot your um, lead acquisition which means you can just focus on sales and growth. Whew, that was a mouthful, wasn't it, guys? So all that to say, I'm copying a funnel. Of course, I'm not making a funnel from scratch. I do not believe you need to reinvent the wheel in all cases. Sometimes you can be a copycat. Ain't nothing wrong with being a copycat as long as you copy the right cat, especially when it comes to things that are already in existence. Amen, podcast people. I need to say amen, amen. Okay, maybe you're not religious, so, uh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, perfect. So, what is on my mind? We are going to pick the topic of, we're still on business, I guess, still following the mood from business, uh, this, this, this month, uh, this, this month, yeah, March. So, I am currently looking for the template for this basically basically this um this uh this file <clears throat> this image but the thing is when you copy a funnel it can be very difficult to copy it correctly think of it like you're making a crayon like you're shading um, but you never know what color exactly did they use for the crayon, right? You look at a painting, you don't know if it's blue 
or royal blue or anything of the sort you just know that it's blue right you don't know what type of blue was used at all so this is my issue that i am searching for oh okay Do I know anything that could be shared that would help anyone who's listening to this? I, I, I think I do. Maybe I should ask myself a question and then say the question out. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. What was the biggest thing that got you to break past... Um, $20,000 a month or $10,000 a month? Oh, that's good. That's a good question, Gary. Good. Thanks for asking. So let's go about what helped me break past 1K a month, what helped me break past 5K a month, 10K a month, 20K a month. So let's look at those four questions for this episode. And then um, if you're interested in listening to that, um, keep listening. If you're not, uh, click out now. So that's the topic. We're going to say what helped me or what useful thing one thing that helped me break past 1k one thing that helped me break past uh 5k one thing that helped me break past 10k and one thing that helped me break past 20k a month okay so 1k a month was one thing was really really impactful to help me do that was just setting my right target um so basically basically seeking a market that could afford um, over $1,000 a month or $3,000 a month product. So to break past 1K, I had to choose, I had to figure out, I had to find, right? I had to find a market that could afford an expensive service. Okay, so now what helped me break past 3K a month? So one of the markets that I found that helped me break past 1K was finding um, what helped me break past 5k a month. Um, let's see. At 5k a month, I recall I was actually what helped me break past 5k a month was actually providing a good service and a good product. So whether it was the art business or the digital agency or it was the broker that I um, had owned, the brokerage that I owned, when I had gotten better at providing the service after seeking out new markets, when I'd gotten better at um, doing what I was doing, whether it was art, whether it was marketing, whatever, or even just being a business individual, business development, that's what really helped me break past 5K a month. Um, So I think the freshest thing in my mind is advertising. At around 5K a month, I recall I was okay at, um, you know, doing advertising. Like I was okay at it. Meaning that, you know, I could get people results, but nothing life-shattering or life-changing. So at the time, I'd be constantly churning over clients. So whether it was um, art, I'd have clients for a while, lose them. I'd get one big project, not be able to sustain it, lose it. So I wasn't that good at what I was doing 
but I had enough skill that I was okay. You know, no, nobody was like, oh, this is amazing. I need to keep paying you, which brings me to what helped me. So what helped me break past 5k is basically becoming good at what I do. So putting in those hours, putting in that effort. So becoming good means taking your craft to another level. So wherever you're at and you think you're good at it and you're right, right, why can't you break that 5k ceiling, a month ceiling or anything? Just ask you, like, just look at what you're doing and say, is there an additional level of value that I could be bringing to these um, individuals? For the art business, it for me was like white glove service. Like I'll take care of everything. And then they started writing me bigger checks. Um, or is like, what more can I do to increase the value? Okay. So that was the 5k. The 10k a month one was a bit tricky because I would say that the thing that helped me bring past a 10k barrier was belief in myself at around 10k a month. Um, I'd started to become good enough that I would have accumulated clients, um, because they're like, Oh, this guy's good. I'm going to buy from him. Okay, but I teetered around the 10K a month barrier because two of two things. One, I didn't believe in myself um, as much. Okay, two, um, let's just use the number two as the number one. Okay, um, the second thing was not being responsible for the results that my service was supposed to bring to clients. So most recently in the digital marketing business, um, it's easy to say you're going to do posts or you're going to do whatever for a client. But if you do not, when I, what I recognized that helped me break past 10K was that I got personally responsible in the results that I was supposed to bring. So it wasn't just about social media this or, you know, lead gen this. It was, I will personally be involved. I will build systems that will personally help you get to another dimension, get to another place in your business. So that's what uh, helped me break past 10K a month. I, I became personally responsible. I created a thing. I created a mindset where I was personally invested in the success and in the growth of um, <clears throat> all these, any client, anyone that I worked with, which may seem like um, second, like, oh, whoa, you didn't do that. But if you think about it, um, most at that time, everyone still thinks, oh, what's in it for me? You know, what can I get? I need to increase my income. At around 10K a month, and I wanted to break past that. What helped me break past it was really becoming invested, really becoming invested in the success of whoever I was working with. All right, now we are at 20K. What helped me break past 20K a month? Um, What helped me break past 20K a month was pretty, was this. It was actually setting up of referral partnerships and relationships. So compounding on what everything that helped me get better from before, you know, getting good at what I did. Um, what else was it? 5K was 5K. Oh, no. 5K was getting good at what I did. For 1K was um, seeking out better markets. 10K, breaking 10K was becoming personally invested in success. Breaking 20K was not only becoming personally success invested, it was now becoming kind of like a business owner type thing where I created different relationships on paper, on contract that aligned my income with the revenue growth that people experienced with my service. So that's what I did to break past 20K a month. 
Um, and just like that, even after breaking past 10K a month, you have a six-figure business. But really and truly, um, people don't tell you that what margins their business run on. If you say you run on 50% margin, 10K a month is 5K, meaning that if you make $10,000, 50% margin, you only keep $5,000. So in that case, your six-figure six-figure business doesn't equal six-figure income. Um, so your six-figure income would really be 20K a month. Because if you run a 50% margins, 20K divided by two, which is times 0.5, which is 50%, is $10,000 a month, which is a six-figure um, income. But again, depending on where you live and where you're taxed, that six-figure salary or income, no matter how you take it, dividends, will be taxed. So even then, breaking 20K isn't really your six-figure income it still get taxed based on your tax rate or tax bracket. So truly my estimates right now is that a real six figure income is around at a 50% margin is at $50,000 a month after taxes. So that being said, let's talk about taxes, man. Taxes. Let's just talk about that. So I hope you got something from the 1k, 5k, 10k and 20k how to break those. Um, unfortunately, I do not have any advice for breaking 30k or 40k. I am not experienced enough to tell you anything about that. I can only talk about the things that I have done. But taxes have been an interesting thing on my mind of late. It's this whole concept of, say you're running a 50% margin business, okay? Um, and I take this from the book called Profit First. It's just, it's just like, okay, in Canada, if you make over $120,000 a year, you are taxed at 32%, I believe, 30, 30%, which means technically $120,000 a year is $10,000 a month, right? 10,000 times 12 is 120,000. So $10,000, if you're taxed at 30%, that really is only $7,000 a month. So technically, even at a six-figure income, you are making $84,000, not even including expenses. That's just now your new income, right? So like I said, 20 grand, 50% margins equals 10K, 10K after 30% from the government, 7K, and don't even start on living expenses. That being said, I wonder how can anyone really like, live on their own in this like city of Canada and in Vancouver housing prices and things like this it's it's really really interesting to me which gets me thinking that's why most people are probably married you know if you really look at it or like living with someone because that's probably the only way economically you could really afford the the cost that is just associated with living. It's it's so, so like let's look at this. If there's two people, right? I'm just thinking here. Two people say they both make ten ten thousand dollars a month, or like they just both have it as income. They get taxed off the top seven thousand, like thirty percent, right? So uh, seven thousand. They uh, they both have seven thousand bucks. That's fourteen grand a month. 14 times 12. What do we got? 168,000 net a year 
I think that, yeah, that's why two people can do a lot. But the real question is, how can you do that by yourself, right? Because self-sufficiency is the real thing. So I guess living with someone or um, partnering up in life does help if you consider expenses. But I've been more fascinated with this concept of how can you be self-sufficient, right? So to be self-sufficient, you really do need to increase your earning potential. But most people, you know, like like I said, most people... Like seven grand extra a month. I remember like seven grand a month net. Okay. Like that's, that is, uh, people can, you can live off seven grand a month. Okay. Don't like, don't get this whole podcast twisted. But I'm just saying, if you want more, if you want to like buy a billion things or you want to go to the mall and not even look at it, or you want to do what, like if you want to travel on a whim whenever, right? Let's look at this. Let's just look at the lifestyle design here. Say every weekend you wanted to travel for three days. All right, let's do that. I wanna. I like to dream a little bit. Okay, so you're making seven grand net a month, which means that your let's just say your living expenses are twenty five hundred bucks. All right, seven minus twenty five hundred. Boom. So you, you got forty five hundred dollars extra a month. Say you decided. Say you don't even save for the future. Okay, let's just say you don't even save for the future. 4,500 bucks is what you'd have. And say every weekend in your lifestyle, you want to travel to a new place. You want to go to Italy and you live in Canada every weekend. Like you just want to go somewhere every weekend. Canada to Italy flight. All right, let's do that. But you're smart about it, right? You don't want to, you don't want to just do it. Um, so you're going to look in advance. I'm just doing this right now. I want to go on the weekend, Friday to Sunday. Great round trip. One adult, not even two. This is just you balling out on yourself, guys. Um, let's see. If I wanted to move from Canada to Italy just for the weekend, it would cost $2,440 for that month. And let's do Airbnb in Italy. So already that 4500 that I had, right, is gone. That 4,500 is half to 2,000. So technically, guys, you couldn't... Oh, and a good thing is 60, 63 bucks at home um, in Italy to stay. So probably 400 bucks in Italy. No, actually, it's 300 bucks in Italy for the three days. Um, so 300 bucks plus 2,300. That's $2,900, my guys. $2,900 from your 4500 that you didn't even save anyway you didn't save anything out of this 4500 this was just straight up um you just decided right you just decided you just wanted to go so if you wanted to travel every week right and no savings for the future it would you at 7000 bucks a month right after your expenses you couldn't do it, right? Which means, you know, who doesn't want to travel every weekend if you wanted to, right? Of course, COVID has changed that. But I'm just saying, if you really wanted to do that, 
you, you couldn't um, on like on that type of income, right? So the question I become is like, what if I want it? You know, I, I'm, not, I'm not a guy that wants to necessarily travel every weekend, but I'm a guy that likes options. So if I wanted to travel every weekend, it shouldn't, it should be an option for me, right? So I guess that's what I'm kind of getting at. And I think that's why entrepreneurship is um, the route I've taken. It's because I want to travel or I want to have the option if I wanted to, to do this, right? So again, 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 if there was two of you, the life, the, the plane ticket price would be doubled and the, the, the Airbnb would remain constant. But the point is, even if there's two of you making $7,000 a month at, um, without expenses, you still couldn't do it. You could probably only travel once a month if you wanted to, or maybe three times a month, right? But that being said, you know, the, the goal then, if you want these options, is to earn more. And, you know, guys, like I said, I want options. So, I want options. I want options. Hence, that's the movements. All right, that's the movements. All right, all right, all right. I think that's all I want to talk about, options. Now, noticing that these options are cheap. We're going to get back to some focused work today. All right. All right. Hey, again, nothing's wrong if you don't want these options. But the thing is, if you want these options, you know, it's going to require a little bit of work to get them. These are my thoughts at the moment in time of March the 3rd. I will see you guys tomorrow. As always, I appreciate you listening. It was a long one today. Hope you liked the talk. It's a chat here. Um, I'm out of here. Take care, guys.